This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Mario, do you know what a TLA is? Uh, we live in the world of acronyms. Uh, TLA... Uh... I have no clue what TLA means. TLA stands for three-letter acronyms. Those are the abbreviations of everything you hear in every company, at every industry. We have TLAs, three-letter acronyms. And so off the top of your head, name two or three. ROI, <laughs> rate on investment is one, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you know, the first time I heard P&L, I thought it was... The letter P, the letter L, N, O N N N L, L right? Mm-hmm. So P and L, and I was like, oh no, it's an and and sign. Yeah, and so um, I hate doing those, by the way. But we have all these three-letter acronyms, mm-hmm. all these TLAs, and you have one for each industry. And so, you know, as I you know help people like write resumes or prepare for industry transfers, um, they'll give me. They'll give me a TLA. And then I'm like, I have no idea what that means. And I, I'll look it up and then I'll send it back to them and be like, I found seven different results for that. Like, which one is the right one for you? Or like, what are you referencing? And I think about when I first joined companies and they're using them and I have no idea what they're saying. Right. Um, like you think about like DOS, right? Disk operating system or days of supply. Depending on what industry you're in. What industry you're in, right. And so I feel that we need to do a better job of, as we onboard people to companies, of telling them what they stand for. And also, when we're speaking, of making sure we at least say what it's supposed to be before we go straight into just using the the lingo. Yeah, and and that's just a, a mistake that's done by all in the different industries. And so... The ask here is just really just to be empathetic because you may have someone new to the team, to your point, and they have no clue. Imagine all the time that you had to invest in finding out, researching all these different acronyms and still not landing on which one is it. Yeah. So, uh, and there's resources out there, but again, you have to look for that. It's just, and, and I know we live in a, in, in a world of, of speed, of just trying to get things accomplished. So that's why we're shorting stuff up, but not everyone is there, Right. And even even long, long, I get stuck sometimes where I'm like, all right, wait, what, what's this acronym yeah. mean? Because there's new ones coming into play. Oh no, you're 100 percent right. Like there was SaaS, the statistics software company, and now it's SaaS with two A's, which is software as a service. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't even keep up. And okay, now to make things like ridiculously harder, we have the text language. Oh, yeah. You know, so then I'm just like, is this a, is this an abbreviation? Is this, you know, like, uh, like I get to look up all the, you know, SMH, shaking my head, you know, TBH, to be honest. Like, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can. I'm, I almost need everybody to start deciphering them so that I can understand. And to translate this into a professional setting, um, it's getting really hard to decipher what they are. And since these, you know, acronyms are across, you know, industries don't always transfer, 
I think it's really important that we bring the words back. Or have a conversation. At this point, sometimes it's like, okay, this is a long-winded text. I've always told my wife, if you're texting more than three times, pick up the phone as a conversation. I have a rule. If I'm not responding to your text because I'm driving, yeah, <laughs> call me, right? Just to keep the road safe and myself safe on that. But you're you're right. It's just it's just so much that's being created that that we're just losing that that connectivity of what are you really saying, right? Um, and text sometimes can come off wrong. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, what are they saying? And you start imagining in your head the tone. And it's like, well, wait a second. If you don't know the person, you start thinking like, whoa, why are they coming at me that way? It's not the case. So it, let's let's not lose that 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 you know uh, personal touch and that connectivity because. It's it's another thing to to uh, get lost. There was the what was the one I saw the other day? It was I Y K Y K. It was like if you know, you know. And I was like, please just stop. <laughs> like I, I, it's it's just it's too much. Um, but it also I'm like, is that my age? Um, <laughs> but to bring it back, you know. Like we're we're talking about more of a of a social media, et cetera. But mm-hmm. I want to bring it back to to work because a lot of times, you know, when you're coming into a company, you don't know what everything stands for. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it what it stands for. Now I see a lot of industry switching, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you are preparing to join a new company or if you are looking at a different industry, I would recommend, you know, to go to some of the association pages or the 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 trade shows, et cetera, and go in and start reading those brochures because it's gonna tell you the acronyms that are used in that industry. And it's gonna it's almost gonna be like a dictionary of like what you need to understand for that industry and like what they're abbreviating and what it stands for. Yeah, it, it'll it'll really uh speed up your 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 curve. Right. So MSG is Either message or monosodium glutamate. Like you, <laughs> you have to know what they right. what they in stand what, for. In and what, what arena? It, yeah, in what, in what text. Uh-huh. Um, so let's talk about communication because that to me is what this is becoming. And and you know this type of communication where it's a, a more abbreviated one, it makes me feel like a courtroom stenographer, right? Short, like everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shorthand, right? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't heard shorthand in a long time. <laughs> But that's maybe that's what we're headed towards. Could be, yeah. But then that, that's another language you got to learn, right? So, what is the right way to communicate? Or you know, I don't even know if it's a right way. I think you have to understand who you're communicating. Your audience, with. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to go after. It's just who's your audience, right? How granular does your your message have to be, depending on who you're talking to, right? If it's executives, very high level, like give them the facts, bullet points, yeah, right. Uh, if it, if it's you know the the uh, working body, they may need the more the details, right? And then if you're dealing with an analytical person, you may have to spell it out step by step so they can understand it and and, and really uh, take it in. So it really depends on who who your your audience is. So it's not the same message for everybody. It's the whole saying is you can't paint everyone with the same brush. It's impossible, right? It is because it's who's receiving that information and what are you communicating too, right? right. That's the other thing, you know. Uh, if you're communicating to, to your boss and, and an executive, you know, you don't have to copy them on every email, right? Just an example. Just give them the updates. Hey, talk to so-and-so. Here are the updates. Here's how we're moving along. Um, but to that person that you need to communicate, you have to get into the nitty-gritty. And, and sometimes I just pick up the phone. It's like, hey, let me just tell you what I'm thinking. And you get done 
what you takes you about maybe 30 minutes to craft the email because you're spell checking to make sure it's right does it land right and you're in your head then say hey are you available for a quick phone call and it's just much more efficient but again i'm from that era of picking up the phone yep you, yes we are <laughs> um but i also understand like sometimes texts are so much easier mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. so much easier you get to the point quicker mm -hmm. and you know, I, I think that texts have definitely improved the efficiency that we have in some of the communication. And it's also some of my, like some of the people I work with, it's their preferred method. And so <clears throat> it's sometimes hard because I'm like, like I'll say something and then I get exclamation points and I'm like, why did you type exclamation points? Is that like good? Are you like happy? Are you like excited? Or is that like, oh no, like what does it mean? And so in order to really be able to read someone's text, you have to have had a conversation with them. You have them. to know that person, right? Yeah, because yeah. then you're reading it in their voice. Right, right. And it's tough when, you know, because, uh, yeah, people reach out to me via text or, or via email. It's like, hey, let's set up a time to kind of connect and, and get kind of, you know, see if there's a synergy, get to know one another. Because if not, it, it you just... You may be missing out on an opportunity because of what you're assuming because your head just starts creating. It's just a self-creating machine. And sometimes it's not the real reality of who that person is really right. and how yeah. they come off. Yeah. So yeah. take the time. Again, it's going back to taking just a short period of time. It's like, hey, let's connect. Right. You, let's you, connect. You, let's learn each other's yeah. voices and, you know, assume positive intent. Yeah. And, you know, it's... I. I I always want to tell people to assume positive intent because two people could say the same thing in very different ways and your reaction to them will be in a very opposite way as well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the things I coach people on is I'm like, hear the message, not the tone. Mm, Listen to the message. What is someone trying to tell you? They may say it in the worst way ever, but is that the right way you want? Like, is are you receiving the message or are you receiving the tone and the attitude and are you, or, you know, perceived tone and attitude? Because some people are just short. Like, they just say like, yeah, got it. And then, you know, <laughs> other people will be like, they just wrote back, got it. And I'm like, they I don't know it. if that was offensive. I think that was just, they got it. So um, assuming positive intent is going to give you a lot of peace and it's going to eliminate a lot of the emotional. And so when you're reading these texts or these emails, I want you to put the filter on and say like, is this, is this a fact or a feeling? Mm. Right? Because if it's a fact, it's going to be like, well, we were down X percent, blah, 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 blah. The feeling is when it's like someone wrote got it and you're like, I feel like they're being very short with me. Well, why do you feel that way? Like they just wrote got it. So a lot of that is going to be part of the feeling and not a fact. So we need to make sure that you, you know, go through and say like fact or feeling, which is what are they communicating to me? It's a good filter. It's a good filter because you may jeopardize yourself and just misinterpreting, right? Yeah. And, and they got it to me. It's like, all right, they read it. <laughs> they, read it they read the email <laughs> yeah. or received is another word that, that's commonly used. And so I'm like, all right, they, they took the time to read it, they acknowledge it, and they're, they're you know, they're moving on to other things, right? Because there's a lot of multitasking going on. Uh, you know, in, in, in the job world. Gracias por tomarte tu cafecito con nosotros. If you're enjoying this, please leave a review wherever you listen. Share and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and also at corpcafecito.com. Let us know what you'd like to hear or if you'd like to be part of our show.
know we uh, we make fun of my dad because my dad, if you you know if he'll ask you a question, you reply. He just writes back TKS for thanks. Mm-hmm. And we're like, who taught you how to do this? Why would you do that? You didn't even like like if I were in front of him, he'd say gracias. He wouldn't say thanks. TKS. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was, it was really like the art of communication. I remember, uh, one of my cousins, her, two of her sons were uh, born deaf and, you know, she learned sign language to communicate with them. And she's like, aprendí en inglés because I didn't know sign language and I don't know English. So at least I can sign in English. And I was like, that's so smart, you know, because she wanted to make sure she had the right communication platform. Yeah. And so as we think about things or as you're structuring your communication, make sure that you are able to get your message out. And part of that is we put a lot of words around things or around an idea that are not necessary. I always coach people like to remove some of the personal pronouns to eliminate some of the feelings that people get. So for example, if you see like something like, like if you see the word you or she or that team or this team, et cetera, Versus saying, we are on track for Project XYZ. In order to get Project XYZ done, the following steps need to happen. If all these steps happen, then you know we'll be able to launch to this, this, this. Versus saying like, well, we're waiting on you know so-and-so to get this. And she said she would have it to me by this day and blah, blah, blah. If you do that, everyone's going to be reading and being like, oh, this person's dropping the ball and this person's not. Right. And so I tell people, I'm like, eliminate some of the personal pronouns. I still want the we's and like our goal is to get this project off the ground. And da, da, da. But when you're going through and, and doing it, list the tasks and what needs to fall into place without necessarily saying like, and then she has to do this and then he has to do this and he didn't do this and then we need to do this and the team failed here. Like, let's make sure you're calling out only what's necessary in the goals for the project. Yeah, I'll share a personal experience. I used to be so long-winded. My wife used to tell me that. Uh, because I would tell stories and, and you, you lose people in the first three minutes after you're trying to tell a story, not to getting to the point. What helped me was uh, just thinking bullet point, right? So what's the purpose of the communication to your point, right? Mm-hmm. All right. What's the current state, right? Where are the findings? What's working well? What's not working well? And what's the call to action, right? Just thinking, uh, I guess, in compartments, it just helped me just really fine tune the communication where it's like, Okay, I got it. You know, mm-hmm. any further, you know, if you need me to elaborate, please reach out to me. That's a conversation, right? Right. But then you're moving forward where like, okay, we see what, what's going on and it's straight to the point. Uh, because if you don't really uh, simplify that communication, your your communication is not well received, right? Because it's like, ah, okay, well, what are they trying to say? And people tune you out, right? So again, it's, it's that old... Uh, and I'm dating myself here with that uh, commercial when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. <laughs> what are you speaking? What are you delivering? So people could see you as, a, mm-hmm. as an influencer and like, oh, okay, I, I got to listen. I got to tune in. Yeah. And never underestimate the power of a good morning, of a hello, of a good afternoon. Or the a minute, thank you. Yeah. Someone <laughs> takes off the salutation and the greeting. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like, I, I read it differently. Now it's like, I need these reports by blah, 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 blah. Versus saying like, good morning, Nayeli. How was your weekend? Hope it was great. Right. Hey, can I get these? I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's uh, something that, that I always make sure. It's like, uh, 
I don't know what they're, you know, especially those live in the South. I'm like, I hope you had a great weekend. It's sunny and hot, you know, yes. uh, that I communicate with. Uh, I mean, South of the United States, not South of Chicago. <laughs> Warmer weather is down South. Uh, but it's important because you're, you're creating that, that connection. Yeah. Right? Relationship. Relationship. Yeah. yeah. The connection there. That's important. It is. And one of the other things that as you structure your emails or your written com- communication is don't write like you talk. And I've gotten a lot of emails where it's like, hey, so I was thinking this past weekend when I was driving in my car that maybe we, and I'm just like, okay, what what were you thinking? Like, I don't. Yeah, get to the point. What were you thinking, right? And so lots of times we write how we speak. And it's funny because I'm guilty of this 100% and I'm still working on it. And someone's like, wow, I read your email and I could hear your voice. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah. I probably wrote it just exactly how I talk. Um, But especially as you're sending communications up or like to the C-suite, make sure that it's in a very professional tone. Hopefully, well, some of you might speak in a professional tone always, but make sure that the the text and the content of the email um, does not necessarily, like, shouldn't mimic how we speak to each other. It shouldn't be like, hey, how's it going? Just wanted to, you know... And so make it more structured, more. Matter of fact. Yeah. At, at, at that level, yeah, right? It's more matter of fact instead of the the journey of why the thought came about, right? Yeah. Here's the yeah. what so, right? Here's the what so of what's happening is what I mean by the what so. Uh, and want to bring it to your attention. And and please let me know, you know, again, if you have any further questions or, or whatnot. But yeah, especially when you say C-suite, it's like, all right, just give me the facts, right? It's like, right. So they're at a rapid pace. It's like, got it. All right. Move on. Yeah, you know? got it. Yes, go. <laughs> right. <laughs> got it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> then then yeah. we go like, why did they just roll back? Got it. I spent three weeks on that presentation. Yeah. yeah. No, it's important because uh, you have to be concise with communicating. You know? Yeah. Uh, and there's a time. There's a time to elaborate, right? Because, again, going back to your audience, like, okay, this audience needs a little bit more time so I could explain it. Maybe like, just for as an example, somebody that, that's not good with directions. All right, we could think, all right, at the light, you're going to make a left. And then, you know, three blocks down, do they know what three blocks are? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, you know, you're going to see, I have to get detailed and people call me Google Maps because I just have this map ingrained in my head and I can know the streets where they're at. Uh, and it's like, are you going to pass this street? This is the second street. Get the detail because some people need it. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes we get stuck just kind of like we know it, but does the other person know it? Yep. A hundred percent. But again, going back it's there's a certain audience that requires that detail. Yes. And I you know what? I if you are that audience that requires that detail, raise your hand. Ask for it. Yeah. yeah like ask don't for it. don't sit there without knowing what's going on because it's going to make it easier to follow the conversation. It's going to make it easier for you to be engaged. Um the minute we start feeling like we don't know what people are talking about, I know I personally feel stupid when that happens and I always say, like, it's okay to feel stupid. It's not okay to stay stupid. Mm-hmm. So ask the question. Say, I don't know what that means. What is that? Or what does that acronym stand for? Or, like, whatever you need to do to get the answer so that you can more confidently stay in the meeting and know the the vernacular and the jargon and the lingo and whatever you want to call it. Because yeah. just like we have 17 different words for lingo, we also have 17 different acronyms. And it's okay to tell people I don't know what that means. Can you spell it out? Absolutely. Well, this is some GR8, right? You're in GR8. This is great information. <laughs> There's an acronym. 
Um, yeah, so again, you know, in, in closing out here, we want to make sure that you take the time to understand who your audience is. You take the time to understand, you know, the industry that you're in, the vernacular that, that, that you need to understand to, to be successful in that as well. Um, and then also take the time to get to know one another. Right. If we were to summarize that, because then you know how the messages are being received and, and don't lose that personal touch component. I know that we live in this technology uh, world and we continue to, to evolve in it. Uh, but just understanding where that person's coming from really kind of sheds light on how you receive and internalize that 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 data that's coming at you. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. It's it's very interesting. Recently, uh, Jerry Springer died. Yes. And when I heard the news i just remembered what he would say right do you remember how he closed his show it's been a while he would uh he would say until next time take care of yourself and each other i remember now yeah yeah yeah, you took me back there yeah good old jerry (laughs) and so i think when we speak on communication it's it's how to Take care of yourself and make sure you're getting your message across that you are, you know, keeping everybody informed and take care of each other and make sure that people understand your message and that they feel comfortable asking questions and that we can communicate because communication is the root of any relationship, both personal and professional. It's the heart of creativity. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you next time on Corporate Cafecito. Yo soy Nayeli Suarez Gas. Yo soy Mario Rodriguez. Hasta la próxima. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.